This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, our international man of espionage, Ryan Nelson. Justin, it felt right and good to see the Russians back as the bad guys in, in a franchise like this. <laughs> yes, it does. Our, our, our friends from the Middle East have been the bad guys in this franchise <laughs> long enough. It's time for the Russians to get back to their place as the right villains. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, everybody, I think all of the world's, all, all of our creators in the entertainment world are so thankful for Vladimir Putin for making Russia evil again. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started back in January, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you are new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talked about the first four episodes of the third season of Jack Ryan on Prime Video. If you are new or irregular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of of the main attraction podcast go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show and starting with our last show our show on the glass onion we are making all of our shows completely ad free on our patreon app for anybody who supports us at any level so if you like the if you if you like the show but you don't want to hear the commercials that hear the ads just go to patreon for just three bucks a month you can get the show completely ad free so everybody who supports us at any level gets the show uh, completely ad free if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by rating us on spotify and apple Podcasts. you'll leave us a five-star rating there and if you have time write us a review while you're there if you would like to interact though with the show some send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com and you can send us any comments any questions any things that any comments that you might have about the shows that we're covering any input that you want to add and to have into what we might want to cover so we would love to hear your interaction with us over at our email mainattractionpod at gmail.com when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. All right, so we are discussing another Amazon Prime show. Uh, This is obviously the third season, so there have been two prior to what we've been doing. So just real quick, what have your general thoughts been about this show, Jack Ryan, the previous two seasons before this one? Well, I enjoy them. Uh, I will be honest, this is one of these shows I have no memory of really what happened plot-wise in the last two seasons. I don't remember the first one. The second one I kind of remember. I remember it was about, yeah. and I'll talk, talk about that in a second, uh, but go ahead. So, like, there was really no recap. No, there wasn't. I was which a little I thought was odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, okay, we'll just go into this plot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the ringer... Uh, 
website had an article about how Amazon has become prom dad TV. Yeah. And I think that is a perfect example because I don't have to know what happened before. I know John Krasinski is Jack Ron, and I know Wendell Pierce is Jack Greer. I mean, uh, James James Greer and... I know their chemistry, and that's all I need. So yeah. let's just do another mystery. And, and, and you know, you're kind of right about that because you don't really need to know what happened oh. for, to understand what's going on in the story. I mean, you, you really don't. Uh, the first two seasons, I don't remember a lot about the first one. I know the first one was Middle Eastern in some regard, in some way. They were trying to. Uh, there was some guy who was maybe trying to take over a government or something. I'm not real. That sounds. And he and he his he had a wife or a girlfriend in that first one. Yeah, right? I think so. I think you're right about that. Uh, and Jack Ryan had a girlfriend in that one. We haven't seen her since. That's what I meant, Jack Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah we haven't seen her since. Uh, the second one I know was about Venezuela because it was really odd that there was election because it was about election turmoil in Venezuela. In the second one, there was election turmoil going on in Venezuela about that same time. And so it was kind of life reflecting, art reflecting life or life reflecting art, imitating art. And you kind of had the same thing going on with this one. We got some life imitating art with Russia kind of being invading Ukraine and all this type of stuff. So, uh, that's like I said, it's just weird the way that they have been able to do that. Look, I'm sure they're, I'm sure, look, Ukraine, they've been almost at war with Ukraine, Russia and Ukraine for about a year. So I'm guessing they kind of knew how to write this and they could kind of plan around it. But it's like I said, creators around the world are probably like yes we get to use russia as a villain again. I know. you know they're excited about that like that was every movies from the 80s or it 90s really like, was. Like, like, the like, evil like, russians we must go after yeah. the evil russians uh and then it's like well let's just go after the middle east for 20 years <laughs> i know so we'll take a break from them now we got the russians back so we can attack yeah. them so uh that's and that's just basically what you know this is kind of all about so real quick what do you i'm very torn on this because I don't remember the, the, look. It's like you said in the first two. I don't remember them just real well, but I, I remember enjoying them. But I don't remember yeah, them same thing yeah. real well. The they almost have no subtitles in this because everyone speaks in English. Uh, so you've got these people in the Czech Republic who are dealing with other people in the Czech Republic and they're talking in English. You've got Russian people t- dealing with Russian people. You've got the Russian government talking with other Russian yeah. government officials. They're speaking in English. Thoughts on that? It's one of those things that. I, I guess I've gotten used to it because we see it in so many shows. I just forget about it. Well, they've gone but away from it, though. They've, they've yeah, really, you're right, though. They've gone away from this. This whole idea of they don't want us to be as ethnocentric as we have. And mm-hmm. where the people who don't speak English, they normally just give them subtitles. and They speak in their native language. Yeah. And so I've kind of gotten accustomed to seeing that. Like, okay, we're, we're representing this culture the way that we're supposed to. And to go back to seeing them speak in English when they're dealing with Russian, like the the bad guy in this, the minister, the new uh, minister of defense, he's getting sworn in in English. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's weird. But now is. that you mention it, it will it will definitely because uh, I only watched the first four. I've watched all eight. I've watched all eight already. Okay, I thought I'm already confused enough. <laughs> I don't need to watch more and be even more thrown off. But, uh, you know, I, I think that now that you've mentioned it, when I watch the next four, I, I will think, man, that's weird. Because, yeah, like I said, we've gotten away from it. It used to be the way it was all the right. time. Yeah. In the 80s yeah. and the 90s, everything was always done in English. They didn't do subtitles hardly ever. And then kind of like around 2000, maybe late 2000s or somewhere around there, it was like, okay, you know what? We shouldn't. We probably you say that though, but like Chernobyl, that sh- series that was fantastic, they spoke in English. Well, I and it's, that, that goes into the other thing. You know, it's kind of like Prey, where obviously the entire cast and the entire thing is set in the what Indian, what Native American tribe was that? Um, uh, they were. 
Comanches. Comanches. So obviously, you can't do a, a movie completely in Comanche for an for an American audience. And the, the yeah. Chernobyl is completely in Russian. You can't really do that for an American audience. But when you're mixing right. the when you're mixing them up, typically you give the the other culture their language and that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, but when you're doing something that is when the entire thing would be in Russian, people aren't going to read the subtitles. Right, so. right, right. Like I said, I'm a little torn about it because I kind of enjoyed not having to read the subtitles. That was kind of nice. But I, I was like, eh. I think I think it's because this is dad TV. I this think you're is, right. Yeah. This is trying to go for the most common audience because this is one of those shows that's huge because you don't have to be. It's like Jack Reacher. It doesn't have to be critically yeah. beloved. Mm-hmm. People just love this stuff. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. I almost said a bad word. Uh, <laughs> people love this stuff. stuff that's what I was supposed to say. Yes, but, they uh, do. Real quick, your experience with Jack Ryan. Because Jack Ryan has been around for a long time. He's like Tom Clancy's like yeah. main character. What was the first right, thing so you ever seen, man? Uh, Hunt for Red October. Yeah, me too. Hunt for Red October. Yeah, so I watched, you know, I was high school, junior high when that came out. I thought that was 89, I thought. Was that okay? So it's eight or nine or ninety. So I would have been junior high to high school. Okay, now I got to know what uh, that is. Keep talking. I'm gonna find out. So that was the you know the first thing, and then uh, I never read any of Tom Clancy. Ninety. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, matters when it was. So I was in eighth grade or ninth grade. Yeah. Ninety. Yes, I'm old. Thank you for pointing that out, Justin. <laughs> well, I'm uh, right there with you. I'm uh, only a few years behind. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that was the first time, and then uh, Alec Baldwin stupidly turned down the role the yeah. second movie and Harrison Ford took it over and took it to a nut, yeah. another level and then they kept trying to reboot him with Ben Affleck yeah. and Chris Pine and I actually watched the Chris Pine one again a couple of years ago I haven't seen either uh, Ben Affleck or Chris Pine ones and it was well there's only one movie because it didn't do well it was okay it, okay. Was, it was similar to this it, it, his was it just wasn't it was more dad TV fluff TV right Anybody can love it. It just wasn't a hundred million dollar movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, I I, I like these. Uh, I've always enjoyed the stuff. I liked. Uh, yeah. I guess the Patriot was the second thing that came out in the nineties with yeah. uh, Harrison Ford. Patriot uh, Games. Patriot Games. Thank you, Patriot Games. Uh, the Patriot was what's his name? Uh, uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. That's right. Uh, Patriot Games. Do was not good. confuse those two. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> They are very, very different. They are very, very different. So, uh, but yeah, one of the complaints I've seen people have about the second and third season is because it's not the first thing is very true to the Jack Ryan character. The Jack Ryan character is a guy who is an analyst who sits behind the desk and kind of gets swept up into into things. That's what happens in the hunt for October. He he's a he's a guy behind the desk and discovers something that none of the military people are figuring out. None of the CIA people are figuring out. He figures it out, and that's why he gets swept into it. That's what happened in the first season of Jack Ryan. Is he's a military? He's not a military guy, even though he has military experience. Uh, and I don't know if that's true to the books or not. I haven't read any of the books. Well, yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure he's a doctor because in every movie they make sure to point that out. So that has to be in the book. Yeah, I would imagine so. So uh, he's you know he's behind the desk and he notices some things about. Uh, I don't remember even what it was. Like I said, it had something to do with the Middle East. I don't remember exactly yeah. what it was that he noticed. Yeah. But he notices something that nobody else is noticing, and he gets swept up into it. James Greer brings him in reluctantly, uh, and that's how they get started. But he, that part of it, that part of the character is gone in seasons two and season three. Right. Um, I'll say this. I think this is my favorite season. Uh, I don't know about you. Uh, and look, I'll also say this. The first four episodes, I don't think are nearly as good as the next last four episodes. Oh, good, good. Yeah, uh, I really like this because I'm going to be honest. 
I love Wendell Pierce, who plays James. Yeah, he was in The Wire. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect role for him because I'm going to tell you, no one does an annoyed look like, better than like Wendell Pierce, <laughs> and he does it like 20 times. There's also one of the best scenes. Well, John Krasinski and him have great chemistry. They are. They are fantastic together. And I, I'm guaranteed, guaranteed they're improv in some of their scenes because uh, when when he's talking about how he's meditating and, mm-hmm. and eating well and doing yoga and all that stuff, uh, he dr- throws an F you at John Krasinski. And the way they look at each other, like, I wonder if that was an improv. Right. Because they, they, they almost have a smirk on their face. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. So, like, th- they just have really good chemistry. So, I think, like, I was... When when I heard that John Krasinski was doing this, I was in. Then when I saw Wendell Pierce was in this, I was like, okay. And then you had Michael Kelly who plays Mike. Mike November, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike November, who's fantastic. That's a fantastic name. I mean, no Mike November. Yeah. Like who goes with the name of Mike November? I mean, you yeah. can tell that's such a I negative know. name. And then and then the ongoing bit of and I don't I'm sure this happens in the next four episodes where he's the one who keeps getting punched. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's a good bit. And Michael Kelly is a really good actor. Anything he he's been in, uh, he's a long time character. Actor, so you know you've got a good cast here it's just fun i will say the plot is a little convoluted i watched this a second time i watched it last week then i tried to watch it again and the second time i was getting kind of bored because i was like man this is all over the place yeah. a little bit uh it's a lot it's a lot for dad tv i will say yeah that. and i think that's why i like the last four episodes better just to give you a little preview i think they kind of streamline they they focus a little bit more because what you've the problem with the first four episodes is you've got you're trying to establish this this plot line of a a nuclear missile that can't be detected by radar and trying to track it down trying to track down where it is where it's going all this type of stuff but you also have to deal with the other subplot of jack ryan on the run uh from his own country from the country that he's in as just this uh fugitive from law and they get rid of some of the, there's a lot of noise there and they uh, yeah. and, uh, not they kind of keep it up in episode five but in episode six they streamline a lot and i think that's where okay. the, the okay. show defines its footing so like i said the first four episodes I, i'm not gonna lie to you i was struggling with it the first four episodes yeah. because there you're right there is a lot going on in these first four episodes and there's not a lot of action now the action is really good the yeah it's fight good. on mm-hmm. the boat is fantastic mm-hmm. which okay i need to uh i need to like they bring in an actor, and I don't know if he's in. He's in one scene, uh, in the first episode. Well, which like who was he playing? The guy who was the the head of the uh, the like the 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 seals or whatever. Uh-huh. That guy's in a lot of stuff, and I'm like one episode. Captain Andrew Ben Mark uh, Minchaka. He's on. He will make another appearance. I will say that. I was just okay. Say that. Yeah. I was about to say <laughs> like his crew got killed, and I'm like, this is the guy that's in a ton of stuff now his career is really taken off and i was like oh that's good that they got him they're like well his crew the crew is dead i'm like wow he came on for a brief cameo yeah he'll, he'll be back again so okay. well, i'm glad to see that because i like <laughs> Chuck. He's, he's good. yeah but, uh, he'll come back again i will say um it's it's it, the one thing about not showing recaps like they show the guy that was a foal for jack rod in earlier seasons tony mm-hmm and I was like, oh, yeah, he looks familiar, but I have no memory about their, their yeah, that's another, relationship. I know. And I was saying, like, like, 
what's I, I, I could not remember. I think he was from the first season, I think, yeah. but I don't I'll be remember. honest, I don't really remember Michael <laughs> Kelly being in this. I do. And I love Michael Kelly. Yeah, he was he played a big part in like I think their escape from like the Venezuelan palace okay, or whatever that, in the second yeah. one. So uh like I said, it, and you're right. I mean, that's kind of what the problem about this show is you don't really remember a whole lot from the yeah. first ones. It's just because it's it's just it's something that I typically don't like. I mean, it's this is kind of a fluffy show. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. but they have enough seriousness in with the with the CIA stuff and the that it keeps me engaged in that. But it only keeps me engaged minimally. So I like I can remember right. it from episode well, to episode, but from year to year, I really don't. So right, that's the thing, but. What keeps you coming back is Krasinski and Pierce, Wendell Pierce, and, and then really Michael Kelly. If he's going to keep being a bigger part of this, I hope like so. That, yeah, like having Wendell Pierce and Krasinski being so good is what is what keeps people coming back. Because you know, as I mentioned, Wendell Pierce is like beloved because of the Wire, and he's from New Orleans, and they right. bring that up in this. So, like, I love Wendell Pierce. So that's yeah, he's, know, he's uh, good. Like I said, it, this is a really good. It's it's good. Like I said, the first four episodes, I I, I did not connect with it nearly as well as I did the last four episodes, yeah. and I'm glad that I went ahead and watched it because it does kind of temper my. I probably would have been more critical of this entire show had I not watched the last four episodes. Yeah, uh, because I did enjoy those a lot more. But yeah, I was going to say, do we want to talk about some of the plot? So yeah. they're trying to get so Ukraine. They're trying to put. Uh, they're trying to build a bomb in Ukraine. Right. That was, but that was what they were doing in the '60s. Luca, yeah, was mm-hmm. the doctor back then. He was young, mm. which that was the reveal that Luca was the old man running right. things, you know. But he was also the guy from the from the '60s, right? And the, you know, the whole plot is basically, and they talk about this. It's all about they're trying to they're, they're basically trying to go to the United States. There's this like I don't know black ops part of our yeah. like uh rogue i guess rogue is probably a better word there's this rogue section of the government and the military in in the in russia that is trying to go the united states into war because they want to restart the soviet union and yeah, this is what yeah. they're and this is kind of what the whole plot is and they're trying to do this disinformation scheme and you know that kind of plays back into this whole thing with you know russian intelligence russian yeah. bots and all this type of stuff on twitter and facebook and all that type of stuff uh they're trying to do this disinformation campaign. The, they assassinate the the, uh, the minister of defense of, of Russia at the, at the very beginning right. at the at the soccer game, and this is a this is how they're basically going into the this is how they're going into the story. Is this kind of what the start of everything? This uh, he gets assassinated. the The villain of this the the true villain is the guy who is the new minister of defense, uh, Alexei Alexei Petrov. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce the actor's name because it looks like Alexei. Yeah, it has a J at the end instead of yeah, an I. Yeah, that guy's good, man. He yeah, has he a is. good villain face. He really does. He has a really good villain face. And so does the other kind of villain, uh, Rodic Briza, the Adam Vacula. I'm trying to think, is what? it Radic? He's the guy that's working with the. He's the one who actually uh, isn't that the guy who did the shooting? Oh uh, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rad, Radic Brezza. Radic Brezza. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think he's really good too. Yeah, he is. Uh, I thought that they were going to like the guy who's like chasing Jack Ryan with the Greek police at the beginning. I, too. I thought yeah. he was going to have a bigger role, but they end up killing him yeah. in episode three. Luca took him out. Yeah, yeah with the, on the train. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, that was a little surprising. Uh, but. 
this is like it's it's all Russian and United States going uranium. against each other. Uranium. It's always involving uranium. Right? Yeah, nukes. So there's uranium and there's uranium in Ukraine, right? Isn't that? The I one think it's in Ukraine. I think I'm not 100 percent positive. I know the, the the biggest issue is they put the kind of the Czech Republic at the at in the middle of all this. And like I said, when we talk about this, it does sound really convoluted like we're talking about. Uh, the Czech Republic is kind of in the middle of this because they're next. They, they border the Ukraine and Russia has invaded the Ukraine and they are pushing into Ukraine. Czech Republic is trying to stay out of it. But as they push further into it, it becomes more of a threat to the Czech Republic. Uh, so the Czech Republic is like, do we yeah. go get NATO's help? Because if we go get NATO's help, that is in direct defiance of Russia because that's the line NATO was created was yeah, because yeah. of because yeah. of Soviet Union and this is another thing they want you to understand history this is not something that most like millennials or things like that because look I'm not a millennial hater or a Gen Z hater or anything like that but being a teacher I understand that they don't put near as much emphasis on history as they need to or right. as they should yeah, so yeah. if that's, you don't understand well that's not the kids' fault. Let's no, it's be not. Honest. I know it's, it's the not. Idiots that are our age. Yeah, it's like I said, problem. it is. And like I said, me being, I got into education to be a history teacher. So, and this really right. annoys me that we don't put nearly as much of a value on history. Uh, right. So, like I said, I, I understand a lot of all this, where all this like backstory is coming from. But you're right. It, it, that's dad TV because <laughs> we have all that back knowledge, all that, and all that. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, so. But so you got the Czech Republic who's kind of in the middle of all this and they have to decide if they're going to let NATO come in and provide support because it is a because Russia marching in is is a threat to them as well. I mean, it's it's honestly at the very heart of what the Ukrainian do we support the Ukraine or not? Uh, you know, supporting the Ukrainian are in real life right now, you know, that kind of pushes us a little bit closer to World War Three, every little bit of support yeah. we have. But to not support them means you're just basically kind of doing the same appeasement strategy that we did with Hitler back in World War II. You just have hope they'll eventually stop taking stuff. Right. And that's probably not. So, that, like I said, there's, you yeah. know, it's the whole thing, history repeating itself. So, right, right. Uh, and this is kind of the, the plot is, you know, do uh, basically these people are trying to goad the people who are doing the rogue government thing. They're trying to go the United States into war because if they can go the United States into war, this, there will be a much bigger cry to get the actual real Soviet Union going uh, back up and going again, get it back up and running. And probably the biggest surprise in this show is the fact that James Cosmo, who plays Luca, isn't the bad guy. <laughs> I mean, right, right. That was that was a cool reveal. Now, of course, we get the reveal that he's the Luca from the the young, mm -hmm. the young Luca, and young Luca ends up being very mean to right. the to the doctors and everything. But then, like we see Luca take out Constantine, like right. you said, the Russian assassin that looked like he was going to be just a, a threat. Right. That. That was a, a, a interesting reveal. I was surprised by that. Yeah, let's, I also want to give a, a shout out to Peter Guinness, who is in this. Uh, he plays uh, Petra Kovac, the dad of the Czech Republic uh, president, and he is yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really good. As he is really, really good. Yeah, Peter uh, Guinness, right? Yeah, Peter Guinness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the name Guinness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Peter Guinness. I think he's been in a lot of stuff, though. He's been in. Yeah, he has. He was he was really good. Yeah, I was gonna say him and Alexi really stood out, and Luca. Yeah, they're they all great. I mean, and some of them are actual relations. Uh, Alexei Petrov is Russian. Uh, I'm trying to think the guy who played 
Konstantin Vyatkin, uh, the guy who's like the Russian enforcer at the beginning. He's actually a Russian. Uh, the president is actually Russian as well. Uh, so they do have some actual Rus- Russians in this in the show, but some are not. Uh, Peter Guinness is not Russian, obviously. Uh, Nina Haas, I don't think, is... is I don't know what... Yeah. I guess Czech Republic speaks Russian. I don't know what, what language they speak, to be perfectly honest uh, with you. So. Uh, sound dumber than we already do on that true i don't i don't want to sound dumb on that either so uh like i said look it's fun but it's fun it's it's the plot's very jumbled to begin with like i said when we get when we talk about the next four episodes uh on sunday when we get to those i think it'll be a much easier discussion just because it does streamline the plot a lot more uh it gets a real a rid of a lot of the fluff that is a lot of the noise that's in it. I, I like the fact that they. I like the fact that they get Mike November involved in this. I love him yeah. and him and Jack. They kind of have to take on the. They basically separate uh, uh, James Greer. Greer and Jack in this one. So Mike November's kind of got to take on that role. And I think they have really good chemistry as well. So I do too. I think I think they're really good. Like I said, getting Mike Kelly, Michael Kelly involved in this is a, is a just a plus for a show like this. Yeah, it really is. So and he, you know, got they got him involved in the last one. I don't think he was in the first season. I don't think, but he's involved in the second one and he's really good in this one. And like I said, it's fun, but it's it's just kind of convoluted. And I think it's it'll make for once they get past a lot of the multiple plot lines and they kind of streamline yeah. things a little bit. The story makes a little bit more sense and it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. At least in my opinion, it does. So uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear that because I have not watched it. Uh, you know, moving forward because uh, and I will say, from what I understand, they've already they filmed four and five together. So we oh, should really? get okay. We should get. Uh, I'm sorry, three and four together. So we should get the fourth season pretty quick. Well, I know maybe for, probably yeah, about this time. It would make sense because the second season came out about a year after the first episode of the season. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they want to try to keep this year every year thing going, but I guess COVID yeah. and all that fun stuff uh, slowed right. it down. So uh, look, it's fun. I I don't want to get into too much specifics on plots because it's really kind of hard. It's it's just. Everything, there's a lot going on in four, these four episodes. And let's just talk about one thing real quick. I don't know about Amazon strategy because, like, peripheral to me, we just this last Amazon show we covered, I thought it would have been a, a much better as a binge. I kind of feel like this show would have been okay week to week. I mean, I'm just – what do you think? <sighs> it would let you digest at least all this stuff that's going on at one time. Oh Yeah. It would be better than Peripheral was. Oh, that, uh, that I, I'm 100% yeah, on. I will say, had I binged this whole thing, because you have a better understanding and enjoyment than I do, and I only watch four episodes. Mm-hmm. So that may be... That's uh, true, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know, man. These shows seem like they're bingeable. Yeah, but, that's true. But I will say, I could see them switching, because Peripheral should have been a binge show. It should Because I have friends that binge Peripheral, and they love it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I enjoyed it, Peripheral, but it, yeah. it, it ended so poorly. Oh my god, yeah, it ended yeah, so poorly. It really did. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it, I don't know. I could see this being a week to week, but I think you're right. Maybe it just as a binge, it, you just be able to get it all out of the way. Just because there's so much, the first four has so much plot development. Yeah, it does. Getting the story to the action, and honestly, that's kind of the case with the first two that I remember. I remember not being just really. I think in, the same thing. Too. Really engaged with it till it gets closer to the end. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I just can't. I still don't understand Amazon. Uh, theory on how they release stuff. So <laughs> yeah. this one, this film, this show has not helped that regard either. So, no. uh, do we go ahead and do our our awards real quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's do some awards. 
All right, so it's, we are not finished with the season. We are doing our weekly awards for the first four episodes of Jack Ryan. Up uh, first, we have the Tyrion Lannister, which is the MVP for the week. Who is your MVP for the first four episodes? I mean, it's got to be John Krasinski. Yeah, it's John Krasinski. The show would fail if you don't have someone with his talent at yeah. the lead. And what's just so great is... I don't know. I don't remember when The Office came out. I guess it was like 02, 01, somewhere around there. Yeah, something around there. You yeah. know, when I first met John Krasinski and his kind of moppy, floppy-headed, mm-hmm. the hairdo guys, like, this guy's going to be a comedy guy. And I, honestly, yep. when he first started doing movies after The Office, I think they kind of flopped a little bit. And yeah. it, it didn't, was, it took him a second to get going. When was the last time going. he's done comedy? Yeah, it's been I'm a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a long while. And, and now he's like big action hero dude. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't really see that coming. So uh but good for him for for finding something and you know, good for him for hooking up with Emily Blunt. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, so you know he's had a good life. Yeah, he's had a very good life. So he really has not done comedy in like a decade. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, look, he's one of my favorite actors. I, I enjoy Oh, him. I love him. Yeah, I, I do think too. he's great. And I hope he's in Marvel. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that just the little cameo that we got from him in Multiverse of Madness is not all yeah. that we get from him. So, uh, Next is the Agatha All Along, the best scene of the week. What's yours? I'm going with the train robbery. Uh, because okay, that's good, yeah. Uh, well, it's not really a robbery. The well, train yeah. fight. The train scene, fight. Yeah. Because we find out Luca, you know, one, we get to see Mike November take another punch to the face <laughs> after he had been complaining about the previous one. No, no, no. I'm sorry. This is his first one. This right. is the first punch he takes. And then, like, uh, you know, we get the reveal about Luca because we also, like you, I thought Constantine was going to be just a huge fool this whole time. And I was like, oh, no, okay. he's, <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, yeah. he's gone. Uh, mine was the boat scene in the very first episode. I really enjoyed the boat I, scene. That would have been my other one. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was a fun episode. I thought uh, I liked the, the chemistry that he had with the seals. I thought it was really good. So uh, next is the if you come at the king, you best not miss your best line for the week. Mine was, and it was a scene I was talking about earlier where they're eating, and uh, James Greer says, uh, F you to Jack Ron, and Jack Ron says, I see the meditation is working. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, I'm from the same scene. It's not the same line. There aren't as many good lines in this one. There are some really good lines in the last four episodes, uh, but okay. in this one, I went with, uh, from that same scene with James Greer saying, I'm cool with the dieting, I'm cool with the meditation, you start quoting philosophy, I have to worry. So That uh, was funny, too. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. Uh, so that was my best uh, line of the week. So, uh, like I said, it's it's just it's it's a fun show. It's a solid show. Uh, it's not it's not my favorite well, thing ever. Do our rating. Oh yeah, we got to do our rating. Thank you. Uh, so on the main attraction podcast, we have a five tier rating system. At the top of our list is a Game of Thrones. The next uh, beneath Game of Thrones is a Lost. But in the middle of the road for us is a Friends. Beneath Friends is a Full House, and at the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. What are you giving the first four episodes of this season? So I'm going to do uh, uh, a Friends on this for the first four because yeah. overall this show is a loss for me. This is not my favorite show, but I love it, and I'm excited every time it comes back. But I will say these first four episodes are kind of boring at times and con- convoluted is the word. Mm. So I'm interested to see what happens in the last four. Yeah, the first four are definitely friends for me. Uh, I will say yeah. my rating is going to go up. and I, I'm not going to tell you how much it's going to go up, but it's going to go okay. up in, uh, when we get to the next four. But the first four episodes are definitely a friends. Uh, I mean, there are parts of it that I really like, but there's parts of them I was really bored by. Uh, it's, it's a very difficult thing that they have to try to balance. The political part of it, the 
the adding look at some point jack ryan had to go on the run i guess it makes sense to put him on the yeah, run in the third yeah. season so but it does make the com it makes a show with a sometimes already convoluted plot even more convoluted so uh it does yeah. make it a little bit difficult to follow at times so all right like i said it's it's just a fun show uh, i've enjoyed it thoroughly i can't wait to, uh, i can't wait for season four to be perfectly honest with you i thought i think yeah yeah so. i wonder how long this show will go on how long will krasinski do it? Uh, i guess as long as he's willing to i guess uh, i could see yeah. him doing i could see him doing this a few more to be perfectly honest with you so i, I can't imagine he's not paid extremely well right and it's like we talked about a second ago i mean they basically start completely fresh and completely new every season right right so you don't have to this isn't if you didn't see the first two seasons of this you wouldn't be like completely lost if you picked it up with the third season no so uh that's probably it's one of the good things about it it does make it it does kind of doesn't reward those who have been loyal to it from the beginning but i think it does uh it, it helps those pick up new people so and more dad tv amazon i like it yes and no i'm sure they will give it to us so <laughs> yeah, i think they will for sure all right so uh here on the main attraction podcast we like to do some things that we are looking forward to uh what are some things you got that you're looking forward to so i'm looking forward to the movie the menu starring ray Fonz and anya taylor joy is it maybe it just, yet? it's about to hit hbo max on okay. january 3rd okay so cool. i'm looking forward to that because it's crazy how quick these movies hit they, they turn around real quick well, look we didn't talk about this when we talked about glass onion and you know that's kind of the that's kind of the fear that everybody has is that we're about to get to this thing where movies get like a week or two in theaters and that's about it and then they go straight to streaming right, right. because i mean yeah. I, that could very well be the case i mean i don't know we'll have to see if that yeah. continues to be the issue but go ahead anything yeah, else so j- so no, that's it. January third. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. I would like to see it as yeah, well. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. So also for me, uh, coming to AMC Plus, uh, I've really enjoyed my AMC Plus subscription. Uh, I'm really looking forward to a show that has a an actress from a show that we really enjoyed, uh, Daria. What is her first name? Uh, oh, Alexandria. Alexandria Daria. She is going to be the centerpiece of the Mayfair Witches, which is coming to AMC. I think it's going to be on all the AMC channels, like on the actual AMC itself. But uh, it'll be on AMC Plus. Uh, it's called Mayfair Witches. It's in the Anne Rice universe of stuff. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, I liked uh, the interview with the vampire. I thought that was really good. So I'm looking forward yeah, to this. Yeah, I need to watch that. And Alexandra Dario, I thought she was great in the first season. Of White she Lotus. was really good. So really good. Looking forward to her. But that's really all I've got in terms of it's right now we're kind of in a we're kind of in a dead period yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we we're going to get back there here in about two or three weeks so mm-hmm. uh but it's going to take us a little time to get there so yeah all right guys uh we will finish up our uh i'm going to release this episode that we're currently recording i'll release it probably friday morning and we'll record uh our next jack ryan episode on sunday and i'll release that on sunday so you won't have to wait too long if you've already watched the uh all eight episodes so we'll get that out to you relatively quickly after we record it on sunday uh but anything else that you want oh one other thing uh, our patron pick is She-Hulk, uh, so we will be covering She-Hulk as well next week. So if you haven't seen all nine episodes of She-Hulk, and look, you can binge those quick. Uh, I it is it is fun. Yeah. It is. A, I was shocked how much fun I enjoyed watching. It. Yeah, and it's it's an easy it's an easy easy yeah. watch. Yeah, like I said, I I said this, and we'll kind of get into this when we review it. I said this a couple of times when I was doing recommendations when it was airing on Disney Plus. They should have done this as a binge. It it was Absolutely. so much better as a binge. So. And there is some dumb criticism about this that we'll get into. Yes, that well. is just dumb. It is a fun show. I hope they make more of it. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it yet, go check it out and come join us next week as we discuss it. But anything else you want to add before we head off? 
appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time and talk about more Jack Ryan. That's right. We will be discussing a lot more Jack Ryan. I think better Jack Ryan, to be perfectly honest with you. So. Oh, good. Good. I need better Jack Ryan. All right, guys. We appreciate all you listening, and until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true. <laughs>